Hey guys, it's Ed. I'm coming to you live from the Drunk Cossip Studios here in New York City. It is 1.30 in the morning. Um, I don't only tell you the time because this is ridiculous even for me. I have to work in the morning, but um, there's been some developments um, in a long simmering case that really need to be talked about. Um, that's going to be our last segment of the, of the episode. Um, so sit back, grab a glass of wine. This is about to be good. Um, so we're going to start off, um, with the blind item reveal. I don't think I actually read the blind item on the show, but again, as you guys know, we, we've talked about this a million times before. I read the gossip sites every day. And, um, a couple weeks ago there was a blind item about, um, a movie star who was, um, getting ready to start another fake relationship um and basically the whole thing was he dated a a really popular music musician singer um and while he was never going to get back with 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 the singer um there the gay rumors were coming back and he really wanted to change the, the story so he started dating an instagram model now, immediately, everyone knew that this was Jake Gyllenhaal, Taylor Swift. Um, but we didn't know who the girl was, because Instagram famous isn't really famous. And I say that as someone who is striving to be Instagram famous, so... Don't know what that says about me. But in any case, um... Jake and this, um... Janine Cadu... Um, have been spotted together... Some people are saying they're very smiley, but really, if you look at the pictures, and Blind Gossip does a brilliant job of showcasing this in their item, um, if you look at the pictures, it's like Jake is literally just picking up the Taylor relationship and placing it here. Um, now, for years, there have been gay rumors, um, even going back as far as to when Ted Casablanca had his um, blog on E. Um, and he would burn all these um, blind items and everyone would have a nickname. And it is widely believed, though um, never confirmed, that Tusi Tile was Jake. Tusi Tile was this wild gay man who was out having just really hardcore gay sex. Um, and sleeping with people, cheating on his boyfriend, um, and, and all that good stuff. You know, and people tell me, oh, you know, just because it's in the gossip blog doesn't mean it's true. Guess what? Here's the thing. The gossip sites have the big stories before their big stories. Um, and we're going to learn about that in the, in the last segment. Um... We'll we'll kind of go into depth, into depth with that because I think it's really important. Um, but the whole thing is, is Jake is a talented actor, and I mean he has um, Spider Man Homecoming two coming out, but generally speaking, he is not the action star. He's the He's the indie guy. He's the, you know... 
in, in a lot of ways, he's like Leonardo DiCaprio. Um, in that they're both very talented and they're both very um, driven, and people love these people. They love those men. Um, they're nominated for Oscars. They they pick good roles, and he could make a nice little living for himself. So I don't understand why he feels the need to do a fake relationship. Either embrace your sexuality or don't talk about it. Um, look at Queen Latifah. Yes, rumors dog her like there's no tomorrow. But she never addresses them. And I think that's that's just one of those things that I really want to emphasize. Like, there's no reason to... Address the, uh, there's no reason to address these things unless you feel like it's 100% necessary. Um, I'm going to go and I'll be right back. And I'm back. We're going to talk a little bit about Corey Feldman. Um, if you guys remember at the end of last year, um, I was working on a big investigative story about him. Um, I was waiting to see if the charity he represents was going to get back to me or if um, his um, publicist team was going to answer me. Neither have gotten back to me, so um, I'm going to keep trying. This is a big story, so um, it's going to go on for a little while. Um, and and there's potentially going to be a drunk gossip companion book. Um, I haven't quite decided that yet. Um... But for now, I want to talk about Fancater. This was a website that Corey was using to hit on girls. So what would happen is basically, um, he would, people would support him and whatever, and he'd be like, hey, come over here to this website. Now, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, you know, I, I, I get it. Like, celebrities are human beings, and as much as I want to say, like, Corey's still a a big-time celebrity, he's not. Um, he's bigger than most because of his name, um, and, and the work that he put in in the 80s, um, being a teen heartthrob, you know, that kind of carries with you. Um, but if it weren't for his molestation allegations, I don't know that many people would be talking about him at this point. Um, so, so he would, like, lure them over to this website and... This is where um, a lot of the the alleged inc- incidents happen. Um, he would call them all sorts of things, ask for really sexy pictures, and talk about how, you know the things that he could he could do. And in one screen cap that I've seen um, that I can um, potentially share in in the potential drunk gossip companion book 
um, if that if it does come to that, if I can get enough information together and it passes muster with with the lawyers, um, but um, circling back to what I was actually trying to say here, um, in in one of the in one of the screen caps that was seen and freely shared over on the internet, um, he's talking to this girl who's 16, maybe 17, and he calls her fucking hot. And then he goes, well, you're not quite 18 yet, so I'm just going to say you're really cute. I don't know who thinks that's okay to say. I mean, the man has to be near 50 by now. And hitting on an 18-year-old girl, I get it. It happens. You know, Demi Moore married Ashton Kutcher. But this is a man who's supposed to be happily married. This is a man who's supposed to be leading the fight against sexual harassment and sexual assault. And I don't see how he can do that when he's doing it himself. Now, there's obviously much more um, to this in... Um, I'm definitely going to be bringing you more and more information. Um, but just the skeeviness of this whole thing. And this is, you know, it, this is not a one-time thing. Um, it's happened over and over again. Um, there's been police reports made about it. Um, you know, he's talking about saving children from being molested. But then he's going around and hitting on children. And it's just very confusing. Um, And here, the thing about this whole situation is that there's so much photographic evidence. There's so much evidence um, out there on him. I don't know how this isn't a bigger story already. Am I taking my podcast to bring it to light? Um, Again, I'm going to bring you more on this story later. I'm going to go and I'll be right back. Okay, so wedding bells are tolling. Um, Just before Christmas, Miley Cyrus and Liam Hensworth got married. Mazel tov. You know, everyone should be happy for them. Um, This is a couple who... Um, they, they've had their ups and downs, and, but at the end of the day, they're one of those Hollywood couples that, um, like Kara Sedwick and Kevin Bacon, or, um, Felicity Huffman and William H. Macy, or Julia Roberts and her ego, um, <laughs> you just know that they're gonna make it. Um, and that's not to say that there's, you know, it's all going to be flowers and candy, because of course it's not. It never is. But, there there does seem to be a genuine love between the two. And I think that's, that's very important. Um, so... Uh, 
well, in, everyone seems to be happy for them. It It's a very happy time. But there's one douchebag. Uh, his name is Wells Adams. And he is saying that he's really disappointed that he wasn't invited. Now, he's, he, apparently he's friends with um, Miley's sister, Brandy. And he knows, like, Tish and Billy Ray. And, you know, he thought that they were all cool. But he wasn't invited. And, and that doesn't sit well with him. To which I say... Get over it, bro. Okay, get over it. There are a lot of things to be upset about. Not being invited to a wedding where you're tenuously associated is not one of them. Focus on your girlfriend, Modern Family, Sarah Highland. Focus on your podcast. I don't even know what it's called. And I hear, even though it's almost 2 o'clock in the morning, I hear Will screaming at me that if I had production notes. And I'm just going to say, if I had production notes, it wouldn't be 2 o'clock in the morning doing a spontaneous drunk gossip episode. Now, would it? Um, But um, going back to Miley and Liam, rumor has it that they are looking to start a family as soon as possible. Um, right now they're on their honeymoon with, they're on a ski trip with their families and their people are calling it their honeymoon, which is kind of cute, also kind of creepy. When I go on my honeymoon, my family will not be there. Mm-mm. That is my time for sleeping with my husband. And I don't mean closing my eyes and snoring. Okay. I mean, let's be real here, people. A honeymoon is its supposed to be a vacation for a newly married couple. It's the culmination of getting through the wedding ceremony and not killing one another. Having the family come with you is not a culmination of that. It's inviting more stress in. It's, in, it's stopping you from having sex. It's stopping you from doing all those things that you want to be doing that you're not going to want to do later on down the road. You know, I... And I know I'm weird, okay? Like, I get it. But when I get married, and I, I've i talked about this um, several times, not, not necessarily on here, but um, in some dating essays that I wrote and whatnot, I don't necessarily want to, like get married and then have have a kid right away. Um, I want my husband to myself for at least five years. At which point I'll be 21. Don't do the math, it'll hurt your brain. Um, but, and, you know, in Miley and Liam's situation is a little bit different. They've been together since 2010. Um, they broke up for a little while because he didn't like her being wild and whatnot. And she was basically like, fuck you, I have a career that I want. Um, but then they got back together after a little while. And they are just a really sweet and charming couple. 
I'm going to go and I'm going to be right back. And I'm back. So, as I promised you guys, um, I'm going to do um, the Stroke Awards scene because it seems like a lot of fun. And I have, I'm actually thinking about putting together a book of essays um, with the title Drunk Awards because this is a lot of fun for me. Like, it covers everything I want to cover. Um, I was going to do the Kevin Hart story, but I think I might just make that an essay and make it part of the book. Um, but let's talk about Gaga's big loss on at the Golden Globes. So, A Star, a Star is Born was completely shut out except for a win for original song. Now, this seemed to shock a lot of people. But I don't think it should have, and here's why. Bohemian Rhapsody came out after A Star is Born. It had a lot of momentum going for it. And Fox invested a lot of money in there for your consideration campaigns, especially propping up Rami Malek. Um, now, Bradley Cooper had been the odds-on favorite to win. But people were saying all along, there's something about Rami. You know, there's the performance. He transformed himself into Freddie Mercury. Um, And despite the fact that the movie takes away a lot of the queerness that made Freddie Mercury special, it was still a damn good movie. Um... And there's a lot of little monsters, a.k.a. Lady Gaga fans, that are throwing their paws up and screaming that she was robbed and that Glenn Close didn't deserve to win the Golden Globe. First of all, motherfuckers, you do not come for Glenn Close. I love Gaga as much as the next person. Um, I haven't seen The Star is Born yet. Um, Mostly because when I was going to go see it, um, things happen and um, I wasn't able to but I listen to the soundtrack it is wonderful um, I've only heard great things about it but I've also heard great things about The Wife which is the role that Glenn Close won for And, you know, the whole, the whole messy truth of this is, there is no right way, there was no right decision for these people to make. If they had gone with Gaga, people would have decried that she's, this is her debut role and she doesn't deserve to win. And why not honor one of the veteran actresses? But there's more to this than that, too. The Golden Globes are not necessarily an indicator of who's going to win the Oscar. We don't even know who's nominated for an Oscar. A Star is Born may be completely shut out. Bohemian Rhapsody could be shut out. Black Panther could be nominated for every award that there ever was. Which, if you listen to the last segment, 
uh, uh, the last word segment, um, you'll know that would please a lot of people. Well, not a lot of people. At least one commenter over on Deadline. Um, but the whole point is, is we don't know who's who's even going to be nominated. But the backlash that the Golden Globes are experiencing is certainly going to factor into the nomination process for the Oscars. What will happen? Gaga is still the front, um, the front runner for um, not only to land a nomination but to win. Glenn Close, yes, she her chances just surged. But let us not forget that the Golden Globes are put on by the Hollywood Foreign Press Association. The Academy Awards are put on by the Academy of Motion Pictures, i.e. people, actors, producers, directors in the United States. The tastes are very different. If you don't believe me, look, try to compare the Golden Globes to the Emmys. It's like night and day. Um... And I think that really needs to be stressed. This is not one of those things where you can for sure say, oh, well, Glenn Close has the Oscar locked up now. Gaga has won a ton of awards. Um, There had been some speculation early on that they were going to give her an original song Oscar um, as kind of like a little trophy as like a little replacement because they weren't going to award her. And then they seen her performance and were blown away. Again, we won't know... Um, we won't know anything until we actually have the nominations out. Um, and then we can go in and do a, a bit of a deeper dive. I'm going to go and I'll be right back. And I'm back. So... Okay. At some point, this um, this segment could end up in a compilation episode, um, and it, it always sounds weird to me when I like, cause I, you know, I I switch things up, and I put the big story last. So when I put together the compilation episode, sometimes, you know, I'll put put the like, the first the first breaking story in first, and it's like, oh, I'll be right, you know, cheers, you know, my, my sign off, and I'm like, this sounds so weird, um, so, you know, when, when that happens, I'm gonna have to remember to do a new intro, and just be like, hey guys, you're gonna hear cheers, but that's not it, that's not the end of the episode, I promise, um, So, let's talk about the big story, R. Kelly. Um, there was a documentary, a docu-series, whatever you want to call it, a mini-docu-series, I don't know what the hell it's called. Um, I, I mean, I know the title of it, it's, it's Surviving R. Kelly, I believe. Yes, Surviving R. Kelly, it aired on Lifetime, it was massively popular. When I say massively popular, I'm talking it broke ratings records for Lifetime. Um, It was in the top, I think all three parts, 
took up the top three spots on the um, most watched cable TV um, shows um, list for Nielsen and this was just huge. This was a really big thing for Lifetime. And basically documented what those of us in the gossip industry already knew. He rapes and molests women, particularly young women. Um, there's a rumor, and I don't even want to call it a rumor because I'm pretty sure that it's been proven already, um, that he was with Aaliyah, got her pregnant, and um, they ended up getting married. And eventually she got away. And, of course, tragically died. Um, we all love our Aaliyah. I, there are times when I, like, I'll just listen to her songs and be like, why? Why did you take her from us? Um, and... You know, there there have been allegations that have popped up here and there, but nothing's really stuck. And according to Indie Lawyer over at Crazy Days and Nights, it's because R. Kelly has friends in high places and he knows secrets about these friends. So if they step out of line or they try to do something that he doesn't like, he has the little blackmail material. It sounds salacious. It's... It, it doesn't seem like it's really happening. But then, last summer, they discovered that these women were being imprisoned in R. Kelly's house. Um, and one of them, um, Jocelyn Savage, or Savage, I don't know how to say her fucking name, um, says that she was there of her own free will. And maybe she was. Or maybe she thinks she was. But another victim, um, Asante McKee, says R. Kelly is a sweet person. R. Kelly being the person, the singing persona that we all see. But Robert is a douchebag hellion. And I can honestly see that. Um, so why are we talking about this now? Um, well, as I said in the beginning of the segment, the gossip world always knows what's going on first. We have our ears to the ground, and we don't always run a story, um, that has gone through a rigorous fact-checking. We, we do our best, um, but mistakes happen, and... You know, sources are not always as reliable as we want. Um, But if you look at, like, um, the John Kelly story, the National Enquirer broke that. Um, I I personally broke the fact that um, there were going to be no charges in the Ferguson trial. Um, Because I listened to what Anonymous said, and I said, okay. You know, these people are right on. Um, I, I could go on and on with, you know, I did a whole story about how 
Sony was looking to buy All My Children in One Life to Live. And I got slimed for it. But it turned out Sony and Disney both admitted, yes, they were going to buy the soaps. Okay? So what I'm trying to say is um, we, we do jump the gun sometimes. But we're generally right on. So any lawyer has been saying on Crazy Days and Nights for a long time um, that this creepy stuff has been happening. He was talking about the women um, that R. Kelly was molesting and whatever. And he also told us about, you know, these friends that were squashing these... Um, for lack of a better word, um, these um, inconveniences. And uh, so now the rest of the world is catching up to us. Um, Georgia, police and Georgia are finally investigating R. Kelly. Um, Savage has been, or Savage, however you fucking say her name. Um, she's been ordered to turn up um, for police questioning. Um, McGee is, is um, cooperating with the police. And they're looking at other victims and talking to other people to see what they know and whatever. And I think Michael K from D-Listed said it best. It is a fucking shame that Lifetime is bringing about the end of R. Kelly. And, you know, it just sits with me, like, you know, all these celebrities, Gaga, um, DJ Khaled, um, None of them wanted to participate in this documentary. John Legend was the only one who did because he didn't want to protect the rapist. And I applaud him for that. Because it took a lot of balls to do that. And that's going to do it for me for tonight. Um, It is 2.20 in the morning and I have to work (laughs) in probably six hours, seven hours. So I'm going to go. I am lifting up my martini glass to you all and saying cheers.